millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, good people? It's your boy, A. Forbes, back in the building. I know you miss me. It's okay. I'm here every once in a while. Sean allows me to uh, get on the mic with him and the lady with the back. So I'm here. But I'm keeping it calm this time because the last time I was so excited to be back. I know I was blowing your speakers out. I was overmodulated. I was embarrassed, people. I'm a professional. I take this serious. <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? That's not right. I'm trying to do the best I can out here. Oh, my no, man, no, Sean. No. Got... <laughs> you're, like, you're like the flu. We think we have this cure, but it just keeps coming back. Wow. That's cold-blooded. Where is the love? Dion, you're going to let him talk to me like that? There's <laughs> family I, here. I chew. I chew. I chew. This flu won't go away. Listen, man, quiet now. Let me get some shine. I'm here one every one every 10 shows, so this is me talking. I'm commandeering the mic. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about how low can you go? And no, it's not a soca ting, and it's not a public enemy ting. We are talking about interest rates. Interest rates. So get interested. Know your rates. Big Sean, why are we talking about interest rates? Tell the people what's going on. How low can you go? How low can you go? Well, my brother, I've always, you know, been caught up on these feds every time they meet. What are they going to do? Interest is going to go up. Interest is going to go down. But over my 40 plus years of life, I realized how much is this really affecting me and small businessmen like you and I? So I thought, right. you know what, let's break it down and let's let's find out the real deal about these interest rates and these feds and how they operate. Okay. And so I'm going to bring back on but my homeboy from Malibu, brother from another mother. Mr. Forbes, in the house. <laughs> well, you know, I was getting a little nervous because I was like, I thought Trump had a hard line into you, Kanye, and Kim. He gave you a MAGA hat and he said, Sean, we got to keep these interest rates low. Nope, my so, password is still valid in America. I'm still good. I'm still good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to know the MAGA hat's not on. People keep it locked because we're talking how low can you go? How interest low rate. can you go? Oh, God. Dion, he's going to sing this entire time. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh God, it's going to be a long show. Keep in mind, two black guys with good credit. The band is back together once again. How low can you go? Matt, take us to commercial. This sponsorship break is brought to you by Clean. Clean is a financial literacy program designed to educate youth in a fun and interactive way through class lessons, workshops, and web seminars. To bring it to a school or organization near you, please visit www.financiallyclean.com. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. It's the show for the financially knowledgeable and the financially curious. Pick which one you are, but keep listening. Dion, the lady with the facts, I miss you more than Sean. Oh. <laughs> Can you please give the people some history on interest rates in these United States of America? Oh, Arlington, when you butter me up like that, how can a girl say no? Oh, my God. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Oh, Why are you feeling so left out? Sean, I'm just here for a show, man. Can I can I just get familiar with the, uh, the lady with the facts again? Rekindle our friendship, our bond, oh my God, buddy, our yeah. love? I, I'm going to call you a pancake now. Go ahead, Dion. Hit him with the facts, please. What is that? Yeah. We'll come, that's a whole other show. I'm like, what, what? The pancake, bro? What does that Butter mean? on pancake. Butter on bread. Butter on pancake. Whatever. Uh, you wow. Know, uh, <laughs> Use one of your lines. Womp, womp. Dion, he's please. Either, he's either idiot savant or he's just idiot. idiot. No, just kidding. Love ya. Anyways, getting back to the history, people. The prime rate is the interest rate benchmark that banks use as their primary lending rate. This rate is often used by banks and mortgages as an index to set rates for variable loans and mortgages. Banks in the United States have used prime rate that has derived from the nation's federal funds rate since the 1950s. I would have thought it was a lot longer. Um, Americans in the the 1980s and the 1990s actually dealt with a prime rate of over 10%. At one point, Uh, major banks are typically the first to move their prime rate, although nearly Mm -hmm. every FDIC insured bank follows within a few days. You know, what's really funny. Back in the day, I remember my mother bought her house. The interest rate was like 15 percent on that mortgage. Can you imagine? People would move into caves if the interest rate went to 15 (laughs) Like a house. Oh, man, I live in the cave, in a cave in the woods. (laughs) <laughs> but picking up where Dion left off, the Federal Reserve actively managed the rates that banks pay to each other when they need money. Because ever since 2008, the market crashed, they have instituted a law to make sure that banks have the proper reserves on hand in, things, in case things go left. And so they borrow from each other and from the reserve, and the Federal Reserve sets that rate. You've all heard about it. The Fed funds rate, the discount rates. That's when the banks are borrowing from each other from a rate established by the Fed. And just to piggyback off what Arlington is saying, in, in simple terms, basically the bank, the bank, the Federal Reserve sets like a benchmark. Basically, just say they're they're lending out money costs money, believe it or not. There's a cost to have money for our money. Nothing so in life is free. Right. Just say the Fed Reserve charges two percent to borrow. For every dollar, they charge you two percent. That's what they're charging the bank. That's their rate. And the bank will charge above that to us, the consumer, which we call in, in banking terms a spread. So the difference between right. what the Fed charges versus what they charge as the consumer is what we, in essence, the bank profits. In theory, let's not even talk about the bank like fees, which they make more like profit from bank fees than they do from, from this. But that's another, that's another show. 
right? It's a spread like a bookie in Vegas. Exactly. <laughs> well, yes. And technically, yes, Arlington, in simple terms, yes, like a bookie in Vegas. <laughs> Just trying to make it relatable. I'm although, a <laughs> although when you have a committee, it makes it so official, right? So there is the Federal Open Market Committee, the FOMC, and mm-hmm. they actually meet eight times a year to determine that federal funds target rate. Uh, so the federal, uh, so the current federal funds rate, just so everybody knows, as of today, is two point one two percent. Wow, which is, which low. is historically low. And the theory behind it is that the lower the interest rate, it stimulates the economy because big businesses will borrow money, will hire people because the cost of money is cheap. So the Fed has always looked at it. The lower the interest rate, the more the economy, economy will be stimulated. But there's a catch-22 because if there's too much stimulation, then that you could the, the economy could become too stimulated, meaning that it's, it's over... Um, it, it could cause an inflationary period, meaning there's an oversupply of money out there in the in the in the the, the world. I guess you would call it. What's inflation again? Too many dollars out there. Chasing yeah. too few goods. Yes, exactly. Can't believe I remember that from economics 101. That's right, baby. Never forget, yeah. like an elephant. But the downside to what Sean is saying, besides the inf- besides the possibility of inflation, if you have money in the bank, the lower the interest rate goes, the less money you're making. Yikes. So your money is sitting there in a bank account, two percent interest. Not two percent, one percent. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Because what they're lending is higher than what you're getting. So people f- can find themselves in these type of situations getting one percent on their money. So if you're a senior or a fixed income person or someone that's just been a heavy saver, you hit this like wall where it's like. I've been doing all of this for nothing. Back to Arlington's bookie analogy. Basically, if a bookie's boring at getting it at 2%, they're not going to give it back to you at 3%. They're not going to borrow it from you now at 3%. So they're, they're getting it at 2%, and they need to get more of it. They're going to give it to you at, they're going to give you a return of 1% or something like that so they can still make right. a little bit of money off the spread. So to keep with your Vegas analogy. Hey, man, I'm on the West Coast. It's bookies. It's <laughs> Vegas. It's gambling. <laughs> <laughs> well, you want to hear about bookie rates? Um, there was yes. a time, although it really depends on what side of the fence you're on, right? Uh, if it's mm-hmm. working in your favor or not. But just a little tidbit, because uh, I am the lady with the facts. Uh, the yes, highest uh, prime rate that was ever recorded in the U.S. was actually in the early 1980s, when the rate exceeded 20%. Wow. So wow. the 80s gave us power suits and excessive interest rates in yes. the bank. Yes. And and the birth of Sean. I, I'm an 80s child. <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking like an 1880s child? <laughs> Don't hate, appreciate. Hey, man. Oh, man, he's, he's cracking himself up. <laughs> John, for you being 100 years old, probably 120, you look marvelous. <laughs> Absolutely marvelous. Wow. Who's that? Yeah, low interest. That? Is that again? But anyways, <laughs> and from 18. He's always trying to identify that, with the young people. Was that Zsa Zsa Gabor? I'm just trying to figure that out. But anyway. Back to the show, people. Back to the show. Listen, low interest rates, apart from a saver, someone who's got their life savings in the bank, finding out that it's not really worth their time and effort to keep it there, you have to understand why this happens because- Yields on bonds, CDs, and those market instruments also fall. So there's definitely a downside to lower interest rates. But we're not trying to be Debbie Downers. We're just sharing the reality of it here. 
there are upsides as well. Yeah, we're just bringing the information. And we're talking about all of this to say the interest rates in a country is affected by the state of the economy. So take that into account as well, along with mm-hmm. the risk factors involved. So developed economies generally you know, have a lower interest rate because their economies are developed and there's less risk. So some of the highest interest rates in the world, uh, just to start with, believe it or not, the lowest, Iran is at 15%. Azerbaijan is 15%, but then we go up to Uzbekistan and Ukraine, and they are at 20%. Mm-hmm. Um, so it puts things into perspective. Yeah, well, for sure. The, the name of this show is called How Low Can You Go? And when you talk about low, in 1954, the Fred rate was just 0.5%. So in my limbo that's, terms, that's low. Can you go? That's true, but which is better? If in, in the 80s, the U.S. was at 20%, in the 50s, we're at 0.5, which is better. Well, that's the topic of the show. It's all relative. Like, it, it goes to me, it goes back to quality of life. It's still a part of an equation when you think of, about it. Yeah, that's what I, that exact, I think that's a great point because if the interest rate's 20%, your money is sitting in the bank outpacing the stock market at that point, just on savings. If the, even if the bank pays you half of that interest rate, right. your money is outperforming. The market always adjusts for every scenario, but that's another story. Yeah, it's true. it's true. So don't be scared by these numbers, people. 20% may not be the end of the world and 5% may not be the promised land. Most 0.5%. credit cards, 0.5%, 0.54% to be correct there, Sean. Thank you for the Correction, but 0.54% may not be the credit, the the promised land that you think it is. It's two black guys with good credit. We are talking about how low can you go? 0.54, that's low. Japan was at 0% for over 20 years. So take that. Matt, we'll be back. Two black guys with good credit. We're picking up the pace. Hang with us. There's a lot to know. It's interest rates. Get interested. Get informed. Two black guys with good credit. We'll be right back. NickNightDirect.com is the fast, easy way to shop online. To buy an item from any U.S. website, just go to NickNightDirect.com. That's N-I-C-N-A-T Direct.com. Choose your method of payment and we'll ship, handle duties, and deliver your item straight to your door. I'm Sean of NickNightDirect.com and you have my word. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit. We are talking about how low can you go? Interest rates. Get interested. Stay interested. Know your rates. Sean, what do you have to say, my brother? Well, as an employer, you know, it, the theory is is that the lower the interest rate for companies, the, which is equal to cost of money, money is cheaper to borrow, which we said resulting in companies investing in the business and hiring. So for people looking for employment, you know, the, the time to look is now when interest rates are low because companies are more encouraged to hire. And even now is the best time to even negotiate your salary because companies are looking for people and they'll pay top dollars. Uh, slow down. The Russell 3000 <laughs> pulled a bunch of companies in the last five years and they found out they have 1.6 million in excess cash, up 43% from five years ago. I think that's trillion. Trillion, yes, not million. Thank you, Dion. Jeez, I'm, I don't know, I'm losing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's trillion, not million. So take, it to, take that to the bank. Trillion, 1.6, up 43% from five years ago. And they've only invested 25% of that. So this idea that you, which the government is peddling and the 
the economists have peddled, which lower interest rates and businesses go out and expand and hire and it's it's Shangri-La for everybody is not necessarily the case because in 2019, those companies are holding on to the money, buying back their stock and strengthening their financial position on the books, well, well, you which know, doesn't I help the on, I can't speak on all companies, but look at the, the largest company in the world, which is Amazon. Excuse me. You know, Amazon you really don't want is like Amazon for a lot of examples. I'm using Amazon. They're expanding themselves by now trying to do their own <laughs> delivery service. They're trying to set up um, warehouses throughout America. They're growing because the cost of money is cheap for them. If this was a time where they were paying 20% to borrow money, then they probably wouldn't be doing taking these kind of steps. They know the economy is growing and bursting. They're willing to to expand their their brand and their company. Apple is the same boat. You know, these are times where I believe Arlington that companies are looking to expand because they know the cost of borrowing is cheap. You know, there's the outlier that we won't talk about, which is the Twitter himself, Mr. Trump, which throws markets off. But let's not part, make it part of this, this conversation. Let's ex, let's just assume that our president is of a, a non-Twitter president. Okay. Right. But so, I, yeah. So I I believe that lower inflation means a lot of companies are hiring. And well, not lower inflation. You're saying lower interest rates. Lower interest rates. Yeah, they're hiring, it, and that's lower, that results in lower inflation as well. So you should be able to, like I said, once again, to drive the message home, negotiate a better salary, look for employment. If you've been at your job for a long time and you're looking to get find another job, I think now is the time to start looking. Well, let me throw a curve into the into your rosy picture. <clears throat> as you said, you have a president like Donald Trump who who creates instability in the market. Companies hire and expand when they know there's long-term stability to do that. So interest rates may fluctuate up and down. Like if you listen, if most conversations right now is will the feds cut interest rates in the coming year? Will it happen once, twice, three times, or not at all? So companies not knowing which way the fed is going to go, they just hold on to the money because they're not going to invest in something and find that the interest rates went up. So whatever they were trying to do now costs them more. That's a theory. So they hold. I, that's a theory. And that's I think the reality so. of today. Not all, <clears throat> not all, but I, 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 I hear your theory. And I guess it comes down to knowing your industry and following the trends and seeing what your particular company is doing. Because yes, Arlington could be true because with our, if, like that's one thing textbooks don't always take in the equation, like current situations outliers. Right. You know, like, there's no economic book that's saying that's addressing Donald Trump's tweet, tweet, tweets and right. the reality. We're talking is, about broad theories. Yeah, the reality, the reality is, as you would say, we have to address those things. So I, I, I have to side with you a little and say, you know, it gets back to knowing your business and knowing your industry and see how dependent you are on these swings in the economy. Because there's right. some industries that are economy, economy proof and economic proof. So I, I agree with what you're saying. And like you were saying before, to pick up. Inflation is always a factor because if there's excessive growth, what happens is demand goes up for demand goes up and price goes up. So what actually happens is you end up with inflation because your purchasing power goes down. So that house right. that may be 200,000 because of demand and low interest goes up to 400,000. But the house is only worth 200000 Yeah, that's the scary thing about buying a house during a low interest rate times because, yeah, you may you may be overpaying for your house and you don't know because when the market settles and it adjusts, 
and the rate go up, that means people cannot, it's at the end of the day, it comes down to a mortgage payment, what people can afford to make as a mortgage payment. And the mortgage payment comprises of interest rate plus, um, plus um, principal owed. So right. if your interest rate is low and your principal owed principal owed is high, then hey, you may have a re- you may have one set of payments. But if your interest rate goes up and your principal stays high, then your payment is going to go up. So I, I agree with you. It, some it's always good to if you wanted to buy real estate, maybe to buy at a high interest rate period because then you know you may be getting a bottom price because they have to adjust the price because of the high interest rate. But people tend to buy during these times because money is more accessible. So there is a catch-22 when it comes to it. Is, yes. But you know what? You always say something that's really important here. You have to always be aware of the price you pay for something because you may buy a home at a higher interest rate, but at a lower price. You can always renegotiate the interest rate if rates come down, but you can't renegotiate the purchase price. Yeah, that's when you're building, that's when your property you buy, what they quote unquote is upside down. You're now the economy, the market has adjusted itself and you realize that you owe more than what the property is worth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, do you really believe these companies are out here training people during these times of low interest rates? No. Training in what sense? There's no, I've never heard of low interest rate training one-on-one. I guess the only low interest rate training I know <laughs> I mean, is, taking is on people training. Two black guys with good credit is offering low interest training right now. Listen in. Listen in, people. <laughs> <laughs> All payments tend to financially clean, okay? <laughs> Let me throw another curve at you. You know, as mortgage rates have gone down, as interest rates have gone down on home loans, due to the fact that they're typically tied to the 10-year treasury yield. So that's something also. When an interest rate is announced, we're cutting rates. It's not an instantaneous process in terms of the ripple effect through the economy. It's not like, it's not immediate. It takes time for this to go. So interest rates are more tied to the 10-year treasury yield. And that's a whole other thing. You have to Google that. So one thing you have to keep in mind, people, is that these mortgage rates, even though the Fed makes a rate adjustment, it doesn't immediately impact the mortgage rates. These things slowly filter into the system, if at all, because the housing, the rates of a home loans are more closely tied to the 10-year treasury yield. Yes, I did say 10-year and I did say treasury yield. You're going to have to Google that. But as these things percolate, you have to watch, as Sean said, pay attention to how these rates are percolating into the society. Because typically in the last little while, the feds have um, hiked rates four times in 2018, but the mortgage interest rate stayed the same. Well, you got a lot to say, brother. You've been off for a while, right? You bet. You got a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm putting it all in. It's it's, it's for one night only. I got to get it all out there. Let me just try to sum up what Arlington is saying. And I would say when it comes to real estate, low interest means high prices. High interest means low prices in, in all respects. Without a doubt. The, but in the relationship between inflation and unemployment are traditionally have an inverse correlation. Does that kind of sum up, you know, all things being equal, what we're talking about? Are you going to explain an inverse correlation? That's not common. Meaning that if <laughs> <laughs> inflation is high, unemployment unemployment is low. Inflation is low, unemployment is high. 
There you have it, an inverse, inverse. correlation. Dion, say the Arlington and I relationship is an inverse correlation. That looks to brains. <laughs> Whatever way you want to sing, I don't insult yourself like that. Arlen. You got a little bit of brains. <laughs> Dion, save this man from himself, please. My pleasure. Well, I always say, you know, we're talking mortgages, we're talking home buying. I said, let's see what the what the um, you know the the trailblazers in in these industries are doing. You know, when it comes to interest rates. So I exactly. uh, checked out Barbara Corcoran. You may have heard of her. Uh, mm-hmm. Investor on ABC's Shark Tank, uh, yep. she was the founder of the Corcoran Group, which is our our large real estate uh, company based in New York. And mm-hmm. um, basically, basically, she said the immediate reaction will be the same as it always is when interest rates are are, for example, raised. You know, it creates right. a psychological deadline for anyone who's thinking about buying and you know uh, buying a house and, uh, and you know and sitting on the fence. She says. When right. that happens, when when there's a sniff that you know interest rates might go up, they get right off that fence because they think it's their last chance to get in there, you know. And so right. you normally see an uptick in sales, and then we yes. know, as you said before, what that does to the inverse correlation <laughs> of prices mm-hmm. versus interest rates. Yeah. Well, uh, and and also according to Corcoran, she said basically buyers should be looking to buy between Christmas and New Year's. Because she said that's when prices really hit the floor, which makes absolute sense to me, right? Because who's going to be trudging in the in the deepest, darkest times of winter, if or they're going between you know this holiday party and that family gathering, that nobody's really looking at that time. So if they if, if someone hasn't How sold their home by go? then, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. How low can you? They're go? losing yeah, hope. Fun fact. Yeah. So she you know said, it's really she's seen ridiculous deals. You know, you're time and time again. So just putting it out there, people. This is what you get from you know two black guys with good credit, Jules. You know what's a what's the truth of finance? You have to be willing to do what the next guy is not willing to do to be profitable. Like yes. when no one's looking, that's when you need to be out there making offers. When people are running scared to invest their money, that's when you're gonna that's when you have to be able to invest. It takes some titanium stones to get this stuff done sometimes, but well, you know, that's where quote, the opportunities are. To quote Eric Thomas, you know, a motivational speaker, he was saying that he was invited by Warren Buffett to meet with him mm-hmm. and 30 other people, the owner of the Cavaliers. And he was like, yes. he's meeting them in Detroit. And he was like, why are they meeting me in Detroit? What's the point of coming to Detroit? And it comes right. to find out like when Detroit hit hard times, Warren Buffett mm-hmm. And the owner of the Cavaliers were going in there buying like skyscraper buildings for like half a million dollars when nobody else was looking yep. that way, trying to buy downtown Detroit. And then they were able to renovate and then rent to dot com people. And it's really seizing the opportunity, getting things at a discount rate. And everybody else is turning the other way. They were turning the opposite way and buying yeah. it because Detroit is Detroit. It would come back. You know, exactly. Come back. So I agree with yeah. your theory. Um, well, can you imagine in the middle of the recession? Urban cities, Detroit in particular, is just falling apart. Like Detroit became something out of a Mad Max film. And you're going to take your money to go into that environment and say, I'll buy those buildings. Like you really have to be strong and also have the reserves to wait it out, which a lot of those guys do. 
You know what I mean? Because you know you're not going to turn that dime. You're not going to turn that dime in a year, two, three, four. Well, I've wet, I've wet the twenty years in you, Arlington. I can't wait when you when you hit, kick the can. I got all my bet on Westlake, dog. I'm coming, coming for that. I'm coming for this twenty year. I'm coming for that house. Oh yeah, listen. Let me tell anybody. My house in Westlake, it will increase two percent over twenty years. I'm coming for that two percent. I'm coming for that. 2%. You're coming for that. You know, you, know he you is. can have it. You can have it at year, at year eighteen. I might be just nailing the keys to the front door. <laughs> you know this show is a is a PG show. We've never said any type of profanity. We make it on. We do it purposely because we want to show that we can we can express ourselves without using profanity. But if there's any time I wanted to curse, in all the forty some episodes that we've done with two black guys with good credit, it's now dark on it. And one of the things is is that yeah, we're always this point of this show is to like it's not all textbook like like people like to think it is. Because they, like mm-hmm. we said, yeah, it's good to go say that the interest rate are low. Let's go and refinance and let's get mm-hmm. a better rate and, and, and let make a lesser payment. But guess who's not cooperating with this whole thing? And it's not there in the textbook. It's the catch-22 is at the banks. The yep. banks don't want to make it easy for you now because they're not making as much money on the spread. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey. They bring you through hoops and hurdles and, and to try to get a, a basic loan that when the interest rates were high, they're going to be throwing themselves at you. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it gets to a point of frustration. But all I can say is that you have to stick with the plan and, and, and if one door, is op- one door is closed, another will open. That's the, advice, that's the only advice I have for you. Yeah. Because they're not sitting there waving you in to come and take advantage of these low interest rates. It's just, and that's not talked about. You know, it sounds so- personal. Sean, it's it's dive, it is, yo, I'm with you, Sean. I am totally Shut with you because. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now, now. Settle down. Calm down. <laughs> but it's true. Like, the reality is, if you look at banks, <clears throat> they're Vegas, man. Banks have determined now that instead of giving out loans in low interest times, they'd rather take that money and invest it themselves into higher interest entities. 
This is what makes the stock market run so high in low interest loans, because everybody's out there looking for a higher yield, i.e. a higher return on their investment. Why is the bank going to lend you, Mr. Small Business, Mr. I got a new idea, Mr. I'm trying to launch my life, money for a 2% return? a 3% return when they could take that same money in and buy themselves a million shares of Apple that may have increased 20% this year. So the banks are like, yeah, we'd rather be in that business than in the business of giving uh, Sean and Arlington a little seed money to expand their businesses. Or give and it to the big guys why, like the Trumps of this world that will borrow 100 million and they'll earn 2% exactly. on 100 million rather than 2% on the million that, we, that Arlington and Arlington could afford. Exactly. They, if they're going to lose, they're going to lose big. And if they're going to gain, they're going to gain big. They're no longer thinking of the small guy. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of a crazy thing, but that is the reality. So what you have when interest rates go low is you have the opportunity for a bubble because things are overpriced with no real support to the pricing system. So the house that's 200 is 400 because of demand. The house didn't get... The house isn't built any better. The neighborhood hasn't gotten any stronger. There's no additional resources. Companies, the stocks are going up because people say, hey, company X, oh, they gave a 13% return last quarter. I'm going to pour some money into that. The company hasn't created anything new. They haven't done anything. It's just that money is looking for a home that's going to pay it a much greater yield than what they would get by keeping it in the bank and getting that 2%. Well, I'm going to pull it back because I can see we're getting a little emotional here. I'm tight right now. You go back to Warren Buffett <laughs> as the buffer. <laughs> just to kind of just sum it all up, you know, and basically just to quote him, he says, the most important item over time in valuation is obviously interest rates. And this was from an interview he did last year. He said, if interest rates are destined to be at low levels, as we are seeing right now, it makes any stream of earnings from investments worth more money. The bogey is always what government bonds yield. But I think one thing that Buffett also has to take into consideration now is that we live in a generation of disruption. And there was a time where the rates were issued solely by the Fed, right? Like no one else really had that information, was calculating that information, was disseminating and making decisions on that information. But now we live in a time of disruption due to technology, where a lot of people are able to make a determination on where the economy will go. And so what you have is business technically leading the Fed down a certain path, because big business is able to Morgan Stanley... JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, all the big players are able to make a determination based on numbers where the economy is. So then they move those assets in that direction. So it Thank behooves for, the um, Fed to roll with getting, that. Thank you for getting rid of future sponsors, Arlington. Thank you, JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs. Disclaimer. Two black guys. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not getting rid of them. Um, I'm telling you that you. those he just, are the he's just a visitor. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, exactly. See how my status gets revoked? You say one wrong thing here, they, they, they yank your two black guys card. It's not right. I, and I'm not speaking against them. I'm saying 
that we live in a time where the market is playing a significant role in how the government moves because the the market is dictated by these large companies that are moving trillions of dollars of the U.S. economy. If Morgan Stanley and all these Wall Street guys say, hey, we're going left based on our analysis of the economy, if the Fed were to say, no, no, we're going right, you could have a recession. And as we know, markets, they look for stability. And that's why you got the MAGA hat guy pushing for suppression of rates, because if they know the rates are going to be suppressed for a long time, then they can go off and do all the things that they want to do to make more money. Well, you know, not to agree with Mr. Manga guy, um, I personally like when the cost of more money is cheap as possible because me owning a shipment business, not directly ship anywhere in the world, um, mm-hmm. I, I see people that, well, when the market, when rates are low and cheap, that means the, the economy is stimulating, they're, they're getting good salary at work, they feel comfortable with the job, they ship more. And even with tenants, when tenants are looking for apartments, I always found that when interest rates are low, once again, I'll get tenants that are less uh, fighting over price or rent fees and what the rental amount is going to be. They're more open. I get a lot more tenants. It's just, it just, it, the economy is, is, is booming. So people feel like, Hey, I can rent this apartment and, and pay market rent for it. And that, there's less haggling. Hmm. So let me just get this. Let me just I don't understand want you to listen. Don't think in my head. Don't, don't, don't try to do, I know where you're going with this. Don't do <laughs> let it. me just ask you a question. Don't do it. Ross. You're don't telling me. Dion, I just need you to bear witness to this, okay? Because yes. I'm just asking for clarification. I'm not trying to pick a fight with anybody. I realize I'm a visitor here. Oh, I'm on borrowed ground. My sure. card is about to be revoked. I'm just trying to understand this. So the Fed comes out and lowers interest rates, and you tell me, you're telling me that shipments go up, more barrels are going somewhere in the world, and tenants are willing to pay a premium. There's a trickling effect. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. It trickle takes a year and a half, man. It's a year and well, a half. And actually, the, the real question is, when those rates go down, if you're not buying a sizable asset, how are you getting more money? Because well, when you, the rates go down, companies don't just say, hey, raises for everybody, a car for you, a car for you, a car for you. That's not what happens. Well, that's the purpose of this show, because that's what we want to tell you. It doesn't happen instantly to people like you and I. But I'll tell you this. Which Who's it happening to? Well, let's just look at. You're talking about when they go up, go down. Okay, we're talking about, let's go talk down. about when they. Let's talk about when they go up. When they go up, companies adjust right away. They tighten up. They get scared. They get nervous. They start, you know, laying people off, and you feel that effect right away when they consecutively rates go up. You feel the effect of that. Going down may take a longer time, but going up, you feel it right away, right or wrong. I I think most companies in 2019 price in rate fluctuations. They look down. Companies are not working quarter by quarter. They're working years in advance. So they're looking at like, okay, the rate should be between here and here. As rates go up, you don't find the unemployment rate goes up. But always. they're quick to blame the and government. If rates go down, you don't find, you know, They'd rather do when rates are going up because then they can blame somebody for it. It's not us. It's the government. Well, that's true. Yeah, I I can agree with that. But that's all done to keep more profit in the coffers. Right. It may not necessarily be a true factor, but it's a reason to say, okay, let's lay people off now because we can justify it. Agreed. It's like when gas prices go up, when gas prices go up, airlines try to charge you more, but they buy gas on futures. So when it's low, they buy a ton of it. And when it's expensive, they buy less because they got it stored so it's in the all air. smoke and whistles. Smoke and mirrors. I don't know about smoke, smoke and, and whistles. Mirror. Smoke and whistles. Smoke yeah, have you ever heard that term? Smoke and whistle? <laughs> <laughs> but we can all agree. 
I hate to say it, the banks are horrible when interest rates are low. Can we agree to that? Dark on it? Yes, we definitely can. I what I think we can also agree on is that it's a bit of a game. It's Vegas. See, my Vegas analogy is starting to come through as we move further and further into this. It's a bit of a game. This is a game. It is true. Smoke and whistles. <laughs> we, we, didn't plan, we didn't plan the show to go this way, but as we start cutting through this, Mr. Arlington, you're on to something. It's smoking, smoking, smoking whistles. Smoking whistles. <laughs> We're just going with that from now on. You, anyone asks me tomorrow, I'm like, what? No, nah, man, that's smoking whistles. <laughs> hashtag smoking whistles. It's smoking. Yeah, hashtag two black guys with good credit smoking whistles. Let's get that trending. But yeah, you got to... Interest rates are interesting. Keep it locked, two black guys with good credits. We're digging deep, people. It's not this. This stuff is not in the textbooks. We're giving you the real. We're giving it to you, real uncut. Smoking whistles, Matt. <laughs> this commercial break is brought to you by Canvas Malibu. Canvas Malibu is a boutique and contemporary art gallery in Malibu, California. At Canvas Malibu, it starts with art, and their curated offering of shoes, apparel, accessories, and art are a definite must-see. Canvas Malibu is located in the Malibu Country Mart or online at canvasmalibu.com. It's two black guys with good credit. It's all hashtag smoking whistles in here. We are breaking (laughs) through. We're talking interest rates, and it's getting, as Sean said, real interesting. And he made a comment in the break that you just have to hear. Go ahead, Sean. Share it with the people. I am not a fan, a supporter of our current president, Mr. Trump, as Arlington may try to highlight. But he is really exposing to the world, like, this is all smoke and whistles. He's been playing this game for 50 years, and he's just putting it on stage for everybody to catch on. Like, it's all just smoke and whistles, and he's exposing it. He's, He's challenging the Fed. He's challenging certain things. He's just saying what he has. He's affecting the market. And this is no way I'm telling you to vote for the guy. I'm just saying right. he's exposing certain things that is making that as we do this show, I, I understand them to a certain extent. Yep. Yeah, to a certain extent. You have you have to give the guy the default credit of doing exactly that. There are so many issues that have been bubbling under this entire country that he has haphazardly brought to the surface. And the real one in relation to what we're talking about, is the Federal Reserve relevant in 2019, number one, because business bakes in, like that's a term you'll hear all the term all the time in financial situations. It's baked in. It's baked in. Businesses are not out here just willy-nilly doing things like, oh, the rate went up. What are we going to do? Oh, the rate went down. What are we going to do? No business operates that way. You have to forecast. What will your business be doing a year, two years, five years, 10 years? You think Apple is sitting around going, hmm, what are we going to do in the next six months? They've got that thing planned out. So when the interest rates go up and down, they t- it's baked in. It's already baked into your price. And if it goes up beyond what they thought, then they know how to take advantage of that. And as Sean said, you may find yourself out of work. If it goes down, then they figure out a way to leverage that money to increase their profit by holding on to it, buying back stocks, paying out dividends to shareholders. But at the end of the day, 
how does this affect people like me and you people, the proletariat, the common man? It really is not affecting us that much. The day-to-day movements of this conversation, the Federal Reserve, the rate is this, the rate is that. Because when you get a credit card, if the Federal Reserve cuts rates, here's one clear thing, right, Sean? You get a credit card for 18%, 18%, which you can nowadays. The Federal Reserve comes out and says, we're cutting rates, we're lowering interest rates. The bank doesn't call you and say, hey, Mr. Linda, we decided to uh, re-rate your credit card to 15%. It's, it's I'd agree with you. I agree with you. And, you know, as I, I didn't think I would agree with you on this show, but we are coming to find some common ground. So I like to do, okay, so I agree with you. Let's all, what do we control and what, we, what can we control in this environment regardless of rates are up and down? One of the things we can do is mm-hmm. we can take advantage of the strong U.S. currency if it's strong right. and a lot, by, by investing in foreign markets. You get discounts on investing in foreign markets if the interest rates are low and the, and the U.S. dollar is strong, correct? We agree with that? Yeah, That's yeah one thing. we can. Let me ask you a question. What's one foreign market you would invest in? Barbados. <laughs> what did you say? Barbados? <laughs> Barbados. You asked me a question. I gave you an answer. So I you're talking no, about just like serious, buying property, maybe though, starting a business. Though, yeah, on a serious note, I think there's a lot of emerging markets too in West Africa. I think Africa in so many ways and everything I see, people are coming there, understanding what's going on. And Africans themselves are being able to take more control of their natural resources. So I would Listen, say- man, Like I always say to people- Africa is a continent. What I said foreign Africa. market? I said Africa doesn't have one market. Okay, South Africa. South South Africa would be one place I would look into. Okay, I, can, I feel you. Yeah, South Africa. There's a, if you listen to our show, our billionaire show, he went to South mm-hmm. Africa and saw all the opportunity. It's a remember, it's a new flow of people that's having new money in South Africa. Their parents were were post apartheid. You know, were, were right. pre apartheid. So. Right. That's a new. That's an emerging market right there. So I would, I would say South Africa. Right. No, I hear you, and th- and that just comes to my next point. When interest rates are low, people try to borrow as much money as you can. You got to just think like business, big business. Grab as much money as you can and find an investment, whether that's in yourself, in a business, in the market. Because if I borrow money at 3% and the market pays out 8%, I've come out ahead 5%. Why just sit there losing interest on your money in the bank, doing nothing? And I think another thing I would do is I don't care what they say, how many times they say, no, you need this. Get Provide the bank what they need to get. Keep pushing, keep pushing. Don't give up. And make sure you take advantage of the lower interest rates and refinance. Yeah, It's not going to yeah. be easy, but push forward. And if you, banks don't turn out, go to credit unions, go back to the bank, speak to the manager, write letters, push and don't give up. Yeah, that's true. We're in changing times. We are living in a disruptive era. Banking is changing. The role of banks are changing. Money lending is changing. As we've talked about in previous shows, there's micro lenders. There's all these different opportunities to obtain capital. And when interest rates are low, you can negotiate with these people because they're fighting for your business because your business is their model. Yep. And I would also say another thing is educate yourself with the company's money. They've got all kind of resources you can take. They they pay for you to go back to school and get your master's degree or go back and get your bachelor's degree or taking little courses. Do it. Educate yourself because when the economy changes, you want to be you want to have as much education as you can to be able to stay current in the market. That's for sure, because you can't you if you're sitting back counting on traditional institutions to show you the way you are going to be left out in the cold 
become. Well, I would say in the cold because it's like our great president Donald Trump that said, "Oh, I'm going to get create jobs in all these coal states," and then, and then he can't right, do coal. it because the demand for coal is dead. So exactly. The looking to get back jobs by digging coal, you're being misled. Like you have to change your skill sets. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you, gotta change you definitely your skill have set. to change your skills. You have to change your in these in changing time. Changing times require changing mindset. So exactly. traditionally, you think I'm going to a bank for a loan. I'm going for a bank to house my money because the bank is going to protect me, give me the greatest return on my investment, things of that nature. Those days are over. There are multiple places that can give you a better return because you have to just accept the fact banks are not in the business of dealing with individuals anymore. They've become a larger corporate entity. They are interested, like we said already today. They want Apple's business. They want Microsoft's business. They want Elon Musk's business. They don't want your house, your car, all those things, all those trivial things, because you're a risk. You're too much. You're you're a risk. That's just the bottom line. When you go south, they either want to win big or lose big. So you have to change with the times and not just keep beating the same horse. Look at the other options that are available to you. Another thing I think you should do is to consolidate your debt once you get into a lower interest rate. Push yeah. the banks to do business with you, force the issue, force the hand. You know, I would say you're not married to a bank. You're not even dating a bank. You're having an affair. And when yep. that bank no longer wants to do those midnight booty calls, come when you ask <laughs> to come, guess what? You move on, okay? You move on. <laughs> you're not married to the bank. You're not even dating. It's an affair, okay, people? And a bank has to feel that way that, you. oh, my God, he's just – Using me. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's where they, the exactly. bank has to feel by you. But then they'll stick, exactly. they'll try hard to stick around. Not that I've been in these scenarios before. I'm just explaining a point. Exactly. But it's, it is, the booty call scenario is a very uh, interesting way of describing it. <laughs> but I guess what Sean is saying, your relationship with the bank needs to be mutually beneficial. It's not wow. a one way street. It can't just be what they want, and what you hope to get. So you got to keep your eyes out. You have to look at your bank statement. Look at the interest rates. Look at the rates of your mortgage. You know, if the rates go low, go in and refinance. Like Sean said, it's not going to be easy, but you need to take advantage. If the interest rates go up, you want to make sure if interest rates go up, that you're not sitting on a pile of debt because that debt is now going to cost you way more money because the bank is easier is very easy and quick to up your rates because they're in the business of making money, Get not necessarily people. making you happy. So you Get have interested. to pay attention. Get interested. Interest. How low can you go? That is what it's all about. People, we had a fantastic time talking to you about how low you can go. We wanted you to get interested in interest rates. Because you can leverage anything if you're aware of what's going on. There is a lot to think about. And when you're talking about interest rates, people, you got to get interested. You got to know what's going on with these rates and be willing to take advantage. Sometimes that may mean, you know, you're going to have to like bear down and jump in the river of blood to find the winnings. Or you're going to be smart and get out ahead of ahead of the tidal wave. But either way, it's two black guys with good credit. How low can you go? We're talking interest rates. Get interested. Matt, 
This sponsorship break is brought to you by Clean. Clean is a financial literacy program designed to educate youth in a fun and interactive way through class lessons, workshops, and web seminars. To bring it to a school or organization near you, please visit www.financiallyclean.com. Two black guys with good credit. How low can you go? That's what we've been talking about today, people. Interest rates. How low will they go? Dion, the lady with the facts, can you please tell me a little something? Yes. I mean, if you want to stay on top of those rates, um, every, everyone actually in the, in the, in the uh, industry knows you go to wallstreetjournal.com uh, for up-to-minute rates. You can also go to moneybankrates.com. It's another great resource. Um, use those mortgage calculators. They are your best friend. There's tons Ooh, of them online. Yeah, that's yeah. They don't keep me around for nothing. I know they're revoking passes around here, Dion. You take a little time off, you never get back in here. That's right. How do you make yourself indispensable? Uh, (laughs) So, with that said, please. Wait, are you saying I'm not indispensable? (laughs) Never. (laughs) You just kind of like, that's what Uh, I'm like to be. (laughs) (laughs) But with that said, everyone, we love to hear from you. So, please. Email us your questions at tbgwgc at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Black Guys Good Credit. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review to make it easier for other, others to find us. Like Ferris Butler, who said simply, amazingly informative. Thank you, Ferris Butler. We appreciate you. And again, I am Dion. Nichols, the lady with the history, the stats, and the cold hard facts. And I'm out. All right. Well, this week, since I'm just back for one night, my bottom line is this. Interest rates affect the economy by influencing stocks, bonds, consumer spending, business spending, and can sometimes cause inflation and recession. So the key is you have to understand two things. One, you have to pay attention. If you don't know if rates are up or down, I don't know how you're buying, you're making large acquisitions like investments in businesses, purchasing homes, cars. You can't just randomly do these things because you feel, I want a home, I want a car. You need to know, or I want a credit card. How can you apply for a credit card with no sense of what the interest rates are, that you're just going to take what's given you? Information is key here. So that's one. And two, keep in mind, just because you heard interest rates dropped, doesn't mean tomorrow you're going to show up at the bank and they're going to give you a half percent or a full percent lower on a long-term purchase. So stay interested, know the rates. That's why it's called interest rates. You need to be interested (laughs) to take advantage of the best rates. I am Arlington, one half of two black guys with good credit. I am retaining my TBGWC card. I am not giving it up. I am not allowing them to change the keys on the corporate bathroom. I'm here to stay because I am remaining relevant. I'm out. I will see you guys in the morrows. Peace. I love you, Arlington. Thanks for coming back and sharing the, your energy with us. My, love you, man. My take Thank you, people. Is, is how low can you go? And it's really negotiating because every point that you drop an interest is money safe for you. And pay attention to the markets and pay attention to the outliers, the tweets and all those kind of things. 
and just think, how is it impacting me currently and how can I stay ahead of the curve? That's really what it's about. You know, we're not economists here. We're not forecasters here. But there's a little thing that I like to call. It's called common sense. Okay, put it together. <laughs> make a decision. I'm Sean. The better half of two black guys with good credit. Keep your money where it belongs in your damn pocket, people. Your money <laughs> is your money. And I'm out. NickNightDirect.com is the fast, easy way to shop online. To buy an item from any U.S. website, just go to NickNightDirect.com. That's N-I-C-N-A-T Direct.com. Choose your method of payment and we'll ship, handle duties, and deliver your item straight to your door. I'm Sean of NickNightDirect.com and you have my word. We have partnered with Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams for our upcoming eight-week financial literacy workshop. This is going to be a special one, and the workshop is going to take place every Tuesday commencing August 13th until October 1st from 6.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Brooklyn Borough Hall, which is downtown Brooklyn, 209 Jeralaman Street. Every and every train goes there, so there's no excuse not to get there. And guess what? If you cannot make it to Borough Hall, then you're welcome to join our live stream and view it from your comforts of your own home. Just simply register at livefinanciallyclean.com. Once again, register for the in-classes or for the web classes at livefinanciallyclean.com. See you guys there. Dear listeners, If you like our podcast, please consider supporting our parent organization, Financially Clean. Clean works to provide financial literacy classes to underserved youth free of charge. In order for us to offset the cost of providing these programs, we need generous contributions from people like you. To make things easy, we've partnered up with CoinUp. It's a platform that allows you to donate your spare change from your purchases, of course, up to a limit. Simply visit www.coinupapp.com or download the CoinUp app in the App Store or the Google Play Store. To get started, simply open up the app, choose Clean as your charity, link your credit or debit card, and set a monthly limit. Help us make a big change for financial literacy. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.